I'm Laura Jenkins. I'm the head of partnerships for Global SF, and we're really excited today because we're here with Benjamin Knopp, who is the founder of Karashu, a new platform based in Japan, um, but available to anyone globally um, for people to easily discover and experience their own taste profile of sake, which is really interesting for us because we're taking a delegation uh, of investors and companies to Japan next year. Um, but I'm, I'm really curious, Ben, to learn more about your background in the company. So, so tell me, um, how, did you, how did you start this and how did you um, begin to understand the sake industry in Japan? Thank you, Laura. First of all, um, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, so I'm German. Uh, I have a hotel background. And uh, after graduation, I, uh, I moved to China uh, at age 25. And I um, started a, a coffee roaster, uh, which I ran for 10 years. Um, and then 2017, I came to Japan uh, with my wife and kids. And um, I took a bit of a time out and wanted to dis discover the Japanese food scene a bit. Um, and then um, I grew really frustrated um, because I was interested in sake, but I really had a, a hard time kind of consistently selecting sake. And then I, I met my partner, uh, Philip. Um, and um, at, the same at the same time, I was also interested in uh, restarting a new business. And uh, then we decided to start Kurashu. Um, and uh, so that was about two years ago now. Uh, and then we just launched now, in, uh, or we launched our web shop now on November 1st. Uh, and so the last two years we kind of spent um, learning about sake, researching sake. We took um, we this uh, W set three course, uh, which was great. We took another course as well. We uh, traveled to some 40 breweries in Japan. Um, my partner, Philip, um, actually went for three weeks to a brewery to make his own sake, uh, which we are going to put on our website, I think, in a couple of weeks. Um, right. It tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of that's how we, we got started with the business. It's amazing. What does Kurashu mean? Uh, so Kurashu is um, it's it's two Japanese characters, which is Kuda, uh, which is basically uh, like a warehouse, but also used uh, uh, for sake brewery. Uh, and then Shu is um, uh, the second uh, the second kanji of Nihonshu, which actually means sake in 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 Japanese. So sake is just alcohol, actually. In Japan, it's called Nihonshu. So it's basically the alcohol from the breweries. Uh, and, and also, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, you have a beautiful logo. Um, kind of tells that story. So, um, so tell me about the platform itself um, and okay. the story behind the company. I'd love to learn more about that. And then also how you partner with consumers versus brands, different restaurant groups, even airlines. Sure. So, um, uh, like I said, the, you know, the, the idea for the company kind of grew out of our own frustration at not being able to find good sake. So we would go to an izakaya. Um, we would, you know, drink a sake and then, you know, it tasted good, but then how do you find that, right? Um, how do you, how do you, how do you buy that at home? Um, so I would usually have like one go-to brand um, that I would buy for home. Uh, and it's a, it's a good sake, but it was, it's a big brand and, you know, it gets a bit mundane after a while. 
And um, so we decided to come up with an with an idea for that. And we looked at several options, you know, while discussing this, and we found an algorithm uh, to be kind of the most practical and realistic for most people. And we also looked at like a like a tasting set, but you know, to ship out a tasting set or to have people go to a location, it's there's a lot of effort involved there. Um, so really the first part of our business, the first idea of our business was was to help people find um, the sake that matches their personalized taste uh, in an easy way. And I think we've achieved that with our with our website and uh, algorithm onboarding quiz. Um, uh, but then as we kind of developed this, we found uh, we learned something else. Um, and that is that um, there's a lot of issues facing the sake industry at the moment. Um, so sake used to have a bit of a bad reputation among younger adults as kind of the drunk uncle's drink of choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and it used to be consumed very locally, you know, like every village used to have their own sake brewery. So there was not much marketing that needed really done. Um, but, you know, times change. Um, and many uh, younger Japanese have opted for wine and long drinks because of, you know, because of the reputation and because kind of wine and long drinks, they, you know, they were westernized, uh, more Western and kind of cooler. So sake has been declining since the 70s. Um, and a lot of um, breweries have struggled with that, obviously, right? But now people are rediscovering sake and it's not, um, it's, it's foreigners as well. So export is going up, but then it's also in Japan, it's a younger, more metropolitan crowd. And um, yeah, and, and they drink sake for different reasons, right? So they don't drink it as an everyday drink. They drink it for a premium experience, right? And they want to have a variety of tastes and they want to experiment. So um, like I said, a lot of breweries have adapted or some breweries have adapted very well, um, and are, you know, are are doing are doing well and are growing actually in a shrinking market. But a lot of breweries are not, you know. And you have to remember that this, you know, most of these breweries are very small. So and they're sitting somewhere in Japan, in you know, in a, um, you know, in a, quite a rural area. And so our second goal became kind of to help these small breweries. Um, uh, kind of reach out to a new generation of sake drinkers and or even foreigners uh, who they might have a difficult time to connect with you know if they're sitting halfway across the country or halfway across the globe even right uh, so that's our second goal so we kind of we see ourselves now a little bit like a matchmaking service I guess you know helping the consumers find the, the breweries and sakes that that fit them and helping the, the breweries kind of connect uh, to this new type of consumers. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the back of, of, of Kurashu, yeah. Um, or what we're trying to achieve. Um, as for kind of partnering um, with uh, different um, companies and so forth, uh, right now, we just, we mainly focus on the breweries. Um, we take our time to showcase the story and the, the people behind that, you know, who's a lot of pretty pictures and um, we have interviews with the master brewers and you know, profiles of the, of the key people. Um, and, um, and, you know, these are very interesting stories. 
these are not, you know, oh, I wanted to study how to brew sake. And, um, and so I studied it and then I became a brewer and everything's happy. You know, everybody's <laughs> happy. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, these are stories about um, kind of coming adversity or families coming together. You know, these, these places have a two, 300 year old history and, and, and they've been in, in a declining market for the last 40, 50 years. So there's, there's some really interesting stuff there. Um, so right now we're focusing on the breweries, but going forward, we're um, kind of pursuing different options. Um, so with um, uh, we have some some plans to partner with the hospitality and travel industry, um, uh, you know, for sake tours or um, for private label sakes, um, or for using our data kind of to help the breweries as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds completely interesting, and uh, we really look forward to partnering with you on our trip um, and hearing some of those stories in person and, and tasting the sake. I'm really curious why um, how, why hasn't someone done this before? Why hasn't someone simplified the world of sake already and made it easier to navigate? Why do you think mm -hmm. now is the is the time, or is it just that you had the insight? Well, I think the time would have would have been ideally, you know, 20 years ago probably already. But <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people have tried um, uh, to do this, but we have never really found a way that was good for us and and so yeah um kind of that's why we decided to do something about that um it, uh, sake is also kind of doing itself a disservice or at least the industry is doing itself a disservice because um the way sake is explained is quite confusing mm -hmm. um so for example the um there's an issue between so you know there's there's a sake scale that i think a lot of people know about which is sweet versus dry and uh, I don't know about you, but I have never heard somebody say, oh, I want a sweet sake. But um, I think that is because, um, you know, people think about sweet wine when they think about sweet sake, but it's not right. the same. You know, sweet sake is not sweet, especially if there's some acidity to, to it. You know, it's, um, you know, even brewed champagne has you know, 12 grams of sugar uh, per liter, but, you know, it has very high acidity, so it doesn't come across as sweet, right? Um, so that's one, one thing that, you know, confuses people and obviously you cannot, you cannot, you know, judge any sort of complex beverage on one scale. Um, another, uh, issue is kind of the, the, the polishing ratio of the, of the price, you know, so a lot of people will tell you the more the rice is polished, the better the sake will be. Again, you know, that's, it's just one factor. You cannot, it's just one type of sake. Uh, you cannot say an IPA is better than a lager because it, it depends on personal preference. Um, so, you know, these are two examples of problems which um, are kind of self-created. And so I think it makes it, it makes it kind of more difficult to cut through. Um, it's a, th those things are a bit of a red herring. Uh, so I find them a bit misleading because you have the similar type of sake whether it's highly polished or whether it's pure rice or whether it's alcohol added, there are similar taste profiles in, in every category. And what you as a consumer really want to go look at is the, the type of flavor that the sake has, you know, not whether it's highly polished or not. Right. Um, so, 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 so some of these things are kind of self-inflicted and I think the sake industry knows it, trying to deal with it. 
Um, but you know, it's difficult to change an industry, right? And we're just one player trying to uh, trying to kind of you know sift through and uh, you know um, make things a little bit more clearer. Yeah, I can't um, wait to to talk about this in a, a year from now after you've you've had so much experience with different customers and all of their feedback and really fine tuning um, the best way to communicate um, all of these flavor profiles to people based on the data and the feedback you're getting. That will be so interesting. You should do your own. Uh, you should do the quiz oh. and uh, tell me what uh, what the result is. And then, uh... I will. After this, I will definitely do that. And I love the way on your website, you frame this as discovering a new tradition. Um, that's, it's so clever, you know, for people to start mapping out sake, um, both geographically in Japan and also different flavor profiles. Um, how can people based in California start thinking about Karashi as a resource, um, whether they're, you know, mapping out or scouting um, for different sakes in Japan or just really curious about their own palate? Mm -hmm. So um, while we don't deliver uh, outside of Japan uh, right now, to individuals at least, um, there are kind of a few things that I think would be interesting for um, people living in California or anywhere else for that matter. So first of all, anybody's open to doing a quiz, right? So, um, uh, and while we do encourage people to sign up afterwards, we don't force people, you know, you can just click the Xbox and... <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you can have kind of, uh, you can have the results. It's, you know, it's just a small part of the algorithm because our whole algorithm also takes purchases and reviews into account, but it will definitely um, point you in uh, the right direction. The results are both specific. So some sakis are recommended, um, but also general. So kind of um, uh, the intensity you prefer, um, the kind of, the flavor profile you would prefer so if you have the general direction you could go to you know sake shop uh, or an online store in your own tree and and get something there uh which which um you know similar to that uh and then just um you know perusing the information the background information of the breweries right like i said um so we have six breweries right now uh we're going to be adding um more and more uh, as time goes by and we're also going to be releasing, you know, these interviews with, with, the, with the master brewers. Um, so it, it takes some, we haven't, we don't have them up yet, but, you know, anybody who follows us on Instagram or our newsletter, they will get them. And, um, um, you know, mainly because the translation takes a lot of time. But like I said, these are great stories. You know, these are great uh, stories about, you know, they're not mundane uh, stories. Um, so it's definitely worth checking those things out. And then um, lastly, uh, we do export. We have a partner uh, with whom we have options to uh, over 100 small sake breweries. Wow. Um, yeah, all, you know, family run, really small scale, unique stuff. And anybody who's interested in something special, uh, you know, not from the, you know, the big, the big guys. Um, so we're always happy to, to work with people if they're looking for something unique. Cool. And how can people get in touch with you? Um, just visit our website or email me at jimenetkudashu.jp. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ben. This has been really interesting. And um, you, I look forward to continuing the conversation in person in Japan. Thank you, Laura. I look forward to welcoming you. <laughs>